Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's segment right here on the Product and Packaging Powerhouse. I am your host, Megan Young-Gamble, and I appreciate you for tuning in for today's segment. So for today, we're going to be highlighting some industry news that we have seen in the marketplace so we can share a little bit about the product, the packaging, and then also some insight around project management as well. So let's go ahead and get into some of our top notes for today. So breaking news is Shea Moisture has debuted their deodorant range for rich melanin skin. And so this is really a proud accomplishment because Shea Moisture has debuted their first collection of antiperspirant underarm and whole body deodorant specifically designed to meet the needs of rich melanin skin. So they began launching in February 2024 at some of your staple uh, department stores such as Walmart, Target, Walgreens, and CVS. If you look at the actual packaging, you will see how it is really a beautiful bronze hue copper color. And so what I really like about it is based upon what your needs are. So if you need even tone for underarm, if you have sensitive skin, soothing, um, need something that's soothing or moisturizing, they actually color coded those different things to help make sure that you know specifically what product is designed for you. So you will be able to see different pictures of how their deodorants um, are highlighted and notated with the different colors. But I love how they utilize most of their products um, under the underarm deodorant category um, for the same universal packaging and had the deco on there a little bit different based upon what your needs are. So I really love that. And so as part of their deodorant line, as I shared, they have even tone, moisturizing, soothing, fresh, sensitive, um, and smoothing. And so this has actually been tested with black dermatologists and is gynecologist approved as part of their whole body deodorants, which features plant-based formulations and includes no aluminum, no baking soda, and no talc. And so this is actually really good. And Shea Moisture will feature this new deodorant launch campaign with Fisk University Gymnastics Team. Go on, girls! And also provide 25000 grant money in support of their 2024 season and provide career resources and special products to the team gymnasts. So I love this initiative. I love the packaging of it with this bronze color. It is beautiful. It is something that's catered specifically to melanated skin. So as a project manager, you know, just thinking about like what we will have to do, what we will have to think through, approximate timeline, et cetera. So I do not work for Shea Moisture, do not have any affiliation with them, but these are just different things that I will be looking at as a project manager for this initiative. So first, as we're starting to go through conception stage, okay, what type of product are we creating? Who is the intended audience? What is the suggested retail price? What are our cost targets for the respective brand to make sure that we're staying on budget? You know, do we have any retailer requirements, ready dates that we have already received, you know, with buy-ins of it? Are we using the same type of packaging for all products? Is there going to be different packaging? These are some of the key questions I would ask up front. To then, as we have landed on a formula approvals for all the different types of variation of the deodorants, Okay, how do we communicate that? What does the copy look like? Do we have any claims to be able to substantiate this in the market? How long is the claim substantiation testing going to be for um, to notate this in accordance and understanding when we need to get the artwork to packaging suppliers? To then understanding, okay, where is this product going to be housed at? So I mentioned that the retailers that have picked up this brand, Walmart, Target, CBS, them receiving product in the warehouse may be different timeframes. And so what does that look like in reference to the timeline? How do we ensure that the products that are going to Walmart 
are properly unitized in the master shippers and shipped to them by X number of time before the launch date. Same for CBS, same for Target, and same for any other retailers. So these are high-level questions that I would think through as a project manager, especially becoming immersed in the product launch from beginning to end. And so I wanted to share that, but I think it's a really beautiful job from the Shea Moisture team and how they're partnering with Fisk University's gymnast team to highlight this new campaign. So if you're not familiar with Fisk University, they're one of the HBCUs that's based in Nashville, Tennessee. Their gymnast team is fire. So congrats to the gymnast team as well. So I really love how they have created something specifically for melanated skin and also partnering with uh, people that identify and fall underneath that as well. So I think it's a beautiful job, you know, with the branding, the packaging, and also the marketing and the collaboration that they're having as well. So kudos to Shea Moisture team. So next industry news that we're going to highlight is Kim K has relaunched her makeup line. So Skin by Kim actually has launched with her lip liners, lipstick, and an eyeshadow palette in all shades of nude. And let me just say, like, a lot of people try to sleep on Kim K, but when you look at her portfolio, it does very well, okay? So she is doing something right for the product that she's creating. So we know the skin line. We just saw Usher get partner on there because he's going to be one of the actual guests for the Super Bowl. Um, so at the time of this uh, release date, Super Bowl probably has passed. And so, you know, they did really great partnerships with this. And so with the Kim K, Kim Kardashian relaunching skin, they actually dropped their full makeup collection on January 26, 2024. If you look at the packaging, I love a simple minimalistic design that really speaks volume. So how they have like beautiful universal componentry for their actual lipsticks, the beautiful nude shade. So something that's really complimentary to really majority of skin complexion. So you can find your nude shade on there. Also how they have the complimentary lip liners, which is a pencil lip liner. I personally love a pencil lip liner over some that are in different components. I feel like the pencils just have a better payoff for me personally. And then also she has a 12 well eyeshadow palette as well that has beautiful hue shades in there. And looking at her eyeshadow palette, there's a couple of shades that I would love to blend out. Now, let me just say, I say blend out. I'm not a big makeup person. However, I know the basics to get through. Okay. So um, I'm always trying to figure out how to, how to elevate my makeup when I do wear it. But this respective brand, I would actually purchase and actually use for myself. I actually prefer nude colors for uh, most of my lip products, especially my eye products. I really just go for a nude look unless it's like an evening cocktail event that I'll do smoky, but it's still going to be a lot of a lot of nude colors. And so I talked a little bit about the new products. Um, I also talk high level about the packaging. And so as a project manager, some of the key, some of the same key questions that I mentioned with Shea Moisture's deodorant line, I would also ask, you know, if I was working on this product as well. As I mentioned, I do not have any affiliation with these brands, have not partnered with them. Skins is actually one of the brands I would love to work with in the future. But um, outside of that, at the time of this recording, no affiliation or anything. But key questions that I would ask respectfully for this is since we have the Skins Intimate line, Will this be the same audience, you know, for the makeup line as well? You know, who is this really geared for? Who are the actual shade complexions that we're trying to really have the makeup line be catered around? When we say nudes, what type of nudes are we looking at? Are we looking at, you know, neutral, pink, 
golden undertones. What does that look like? What is the range of the different shades as well? Are we wanting to have different component packaging componentry for primaries? Or do we want something different? If we are using the same universal packaging for all of the different lipsticks, you know, that means we need a bottom label that's differentiating between all the different shades. You know, the pencils, are they going to be just a pencil with shrink wrap on it? Or is it going to require a folding carton? For the eyeshadow, what size pan are we utilizing for the eyeshadow? You know, do we want square? Do we want rounded? Do we need magnetic closure? Does it need a mirror? Does it need deco on it? So there's a lot of questions that I would be asking as a project manager to make sure that I'm incorporating that into understanding the requirements, the scope, and then also communicating with my vendors and suppliers. And then also from a timeline perspective. So it's a lot of different things that I would definitely be asking to help with making sure that we understand the full scope of work, how we're going to execute it for you as an everyday consumer to ultimately receive as well once the product has been completed and is now available for D2C e-commerce and or retail stores. So I think it's a beautiful job. I actually would purchase the product. So I will keep you all posted on my purchases and also my take of the product itself. Because like I said, I love a good nude color, especially since I try to really be, a lot of times I'm barefaced, you know, when I'm coming onto these recordings. And if you see me in public, I'll do a little brow, a little this or that. But I really want to try to have my, my skin look, have a natural dew to it. But if I need something to elevate it, then I'm going to put on a little bit, a little razzle dazzle for you. Okay, so moving on to our next industry news, which is Makeup Revolution expands the complexion portfolio with multifunctional products. And so Makeup Revolution is really a UK brand, and we see a lot of their products within the Target stores. I purchased their products. They had great collaborations within 2022 and 2023, like with Lion King and other respective things. Their eyeshadow palettes, beautiful execution, beautiful designs. I could really sit there and go through all their different palettes and products to really see the different packaging, the design aesthetics on it, take notes and see how it's differing and more eye captivating, you know, to me as a consumer when I'm in these stores. And so with the Makeup Revolution, they've expanded their complexion portfolio with two new launches, which is the Skin Silk Serum Foundation and the Bright Light Face Glow. So the Skin Silk Serum Foundation launched in middle of January, 2024. And this is really gonna be a lightweight formula with the radiant satin finish. So providing breathable feel and light to medium coverage for a true skin healthy glow. So it's something that you could really wear on any good day. And so with the skincare, um, really be for an optimal complexion, both on and off. Uh, this new product does have hyaluronic acid and a peptide complex to hydrate and visibly plump the complexion with every application. So they did launch 20 shades and is suitable for all skin types and does not clog pores. And so with their Bright Light Face Glow, they are actually launching this in-store and also online at Target in the middle of February. So with the Bright Light Face Glow, this instantly illuminates the complexion, this glow-boosting skin's tint, evens out the skin and delivers a lit from within glow with five sheer tinted shades. This is something that can be utilized every single day. And the formula is infused with glycerin to smooth and moisturize the complexion, providing a summer glow all year round. Okay, I like it. And then also it does feature a magic wand applicator to tint and glow in one swipe. So I like that. And so they are gonna be launching these products in Ulta and Target. 
to reinforce the brand's commitment to accessible and high quality beauty solutions. With the actual products and looking at the packaging, let me just talk through a little bit of this. So with the Skin Silk, respectfully, they are more than likely utilizing still universal components. Um, so using the same primary packaging across all their different products. It looks like it's a frosted double glass, double wall um, bottle, which is in a square shape. And then also they have a nice metalized cap. They are doing a little bit of deco on the bottles, but they're keeping it very light to not inundate you with a lot of information because some of their products do actually have a product box or a folding cart. So with Skin Silk, same universal packaging or primary packaging, but they change it out respectfully, you know, for the different shades. So they have the different shades with the possibly a bottom label. It looks like they may even have a clear label on the front side of the componentry to display your respective shade. But I love where brands actually are able to showcase the product through packaging so I can visually see it. So you see a lot of this with a lot of foundations, to be honest, or any face product. So Fenty Beauty has it. You have NARS that has it. Uh, Makeup Forever has it. Uh, CoverGirl has it. Maybelline has it. So it's really a staple within face category of beauty um, and cosmetics. So this is still ongoing. But for their bright light face glow, they still have a grading effect on the actual bottle itself. So it looks like it is a glass bottle that they're utilizing with a metalized overcap. They have the purple that's starting at the top and then a gradient finish. So the bottom half of the bottle is actually transparent. So you can see the products. Since they're launching five respective sheer shades, you're able to see the different shades. So they could go from light, medium light, medium to medium dark as well. And then also I like the fact that you can see a little bit of pearlescence in the formula as well. So it's going to give you that summer glow, uh, regardless of what time of year you're utilizing the product. So I love that they are able to showcase that and be able to see it, but still having a nice light deco, still utilizing primary components um, universally across all five of the shades. The only differences uh, between them is really the different shade colors of the sheer um, tinted shade you know, for the respective shades that they have. So I really love this. And like I shared, this is something that's staple within the beauty category, respectfully for face, where they're using a lot of the same things and you're able to see the product color through the packaging, which is key to make sure that I were having a better match. I'm able to select the couple of shades that would be more fitting for me, get a try on or utilizing the AI tools to get shade matches up for me to actually know what shade is my respective shade for this product. So I actually would test this out myself and try it um, to see how I like it. And so guys, the last thing I'm going to leave you with quickly and leave down in the show notes for you is how Circana has identified four prestige beauty growth categories and growth points in the year of 2024. So if you follow Circana within the beauty space, then you probably have seen this, but I want to talk through this high level of things that you can see and expect within the year of prestige beauty in 2024. So prestige beauty is like growing exponentially. And so prestige beauty is really the standout. And so with this prestige beauty growth in units sold outperformed the mass market and every other general merchandise and CP CPG industry. And so consumers are not only spending more, they are also buying more prestige beauty products. Isn't that fascinating? And so some of the four growth points in 2024 that Circana mentioned is number one, the treat mindset proves key. And so with this mentality, it has proven to be a key driver in strong performance happening across the beauty category and experiencing primatization. 
And so those key dynamics fueling this performance include those who are shopping, how often they shop and where they are shopping. And so that leads me to point number two, higher income consumers remain the largest consumer group. And so higher income consumers remain the largest consumer group purchasing prestige beauty, representing 50% of the shopper base. And they continue to increase with spending offsetting the pullback from consumers among household earnings below 100000 per year. You heard that right, okay? And so the higher income consumers are also less affected by, you know, inflation pressures and less likely to, less likely to cut back on their beauty spending. Very fascinating with these reports, okay? And so point number three, according to Sakana, is replenishment cycles remain relatively short. So another factor keeping beauty industry afloat is the shorter replenishment cycles of products compared to other industries. And so this cadence is particularly true for categories in skincare and hair, because as I've shared in some of my prior segments talking about what we're expecting in 2024, skincare and also having like in-home spa experiences are continuously increasing. Prestige beauty, as we talked about earlier with this report, is increasing. And then also hair care. Things in hair is rapidly increasing as part of that prestige beauty. And so according to this behavior that we're seeing, according to Sakana's report, is that a new cohort that is rapidly making their mark and will likely drive growth for years to come. So prestige beauty products, specifically skincare, topped the holiday list for many young consumers in 2023 and continues to increase in 2024 and beyond. As more products, you know, as brands get more traction, they're going to have sellouts. And as part of that, how do you quickly get your products back to the market? So that's speed to market approach, just in time approach. Some of us are using, you know, lean manufacturing approaches, you know, as part of the replenishment cycles and such to find that area of opportunity and compress that window as much as possible. And so fourth growth point in 2024, physical retail continues to be important. With the power of retail, brick and mortar stores are very important for the success of the beauty industry because in-store experiences is the prestige beauty points of difference. So being able to go into the store, I love Nordstrom. I love, um, I love Saks off fifth. And I also love, um, I really have a lot of different department stores, but Nordstrom probably is the first one. And then also I would say, looking at all of them, I like Neiman Marcus. They're number three, but Bloomingdale's, I would say Bloomingdale's would be number three. And so when I go into these stores, I'm think, I automatically think of prestige beauty. But when I go into these stores, being able to go to the shelves, see the product, test the product, especially now in this post post COVID world, like I want to be able to touch, feel, play with the product as much as possible. Sephora is like the beauty playground. So any and everybody can go into a Sephora store and play and test the product it samples and more. So physical retail is critical for us as consumers. And as part of this report, it is vital to help with the success of the beauty industry. Uh, we do not expect this popularity of physical retail to go down. We're actually seeing increase going back to brick and mortar stores and brick and mortar channels are outperforming e-commerce. And that's projected for the year of 2024. So while e-commerce is good, People are back outside. They back operating and interacting and hanging out. And now as part of that, they're going back to the retail locations to test the product, to fill the product, to see how, you know, see if it actually, you know, from a weight perspective aligns with. So I know for myself, I always prefer to go in store to get matched because depending upon the time of year, 
my foundation in the wintertime is different foundation that I use in the summertime because I always, my complexion always gets darker, you know, in tan. And so it becomes very bronze. So I always have to have different shades of my own foundation to use as well. And so this is going to be ongoing um, as part of this. So I would love for you all to look at this report from Circana more extensively so you can see what's coming ahead within 2024 and also other key insights within the beauty space. And so guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's industry news highlighting about the products the packaging and insight on project management as well. So please make sure you do follow, like, and subscribe to our platforms. We will be conducting these highlights of industry news ongoing to talk about our core pillars that I mentioned. And really that's the point of the podcast, you know, to gain insight of what's happening in the news, what things I would consider as a, you know, as a business owner, as a service provider working in this space to provide insight to you all as well. So guys, uh, please be sure to give us a five-star rating on the respective platform that you're tuning in with us and make sure you do share this with at least five people in your network as well. And so guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's segment. I look forward to having you tune in to our upcoming segments, but if not, make sure you go ahead and check out our prior segments as well, which all those different information and episodes will be readily accessible for you down in the show notes. So guys, be well, be blessed and stay beautiful in all that you do. I'll talk to you soon.